Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! First off, I was... Uh, you know, if the Celtics, I didn't think they win last night anyway. I didn't know about Horford. I thought Smart would play. Uh, so, but I, I, I did not think the Celtics would have a 13 point lead in the second quarter. And then basically lose by double digits. That's the one thing about the game in game one Eastern Conference final in Miami that I did not expect. Uh, I did expect, uh, you know, I would not have been surprised any shape, way or form at the Celtics a little rusty, uh, not rusty, a little fatigued. The Heat would be rusty. They haven't played in six days. But the Celtics a little fatigued following the Sunday late afternoon win. Game started at 3.30 against the Milwaukee. And then 48 hours later, right back at it again. So uh, I, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's it's bad. I've seen many a time where, you know, they kind of the teams that win that game six or seven and they got to start the series essentially the next day. They mail in the first game, puts them behind the eight ball. So the Celtics didn't do that, but the Celtics got absolutely killed and, cre- and creamed in the third quarter. And I have to admit that surprised me. And the Celtics can sit there and say they won three quarters. You know, it was only the one quarter we lost. That's a bunch of nonsense. Now, it doesn't make any difference if you win the three quarters. Quarters and you're the quarter you lose, you lose 39-14. I mean, nobody cares. You can win every quarter by 10 points. If you lose, oh, not 10 points, 6 points, and you lose the fourth quarter or the one of the quarters by 25 points, you're not winning. And that's what the Celtics did, where uncharacteristically they had a million turnovers, and, you know, they just could not get anything going offensively, a lot of heat block shots. Heat will make threes. All teams make these threes. And the Celtics just really never quite recovered. They got it under single digits once or twice late. Anybody think the Celtics were going to win that game once the fourth quarter began? After the momentum had turned so violently in the third, I didn't think so. Uh, and so as a result of that, uh, you know, I'm a little surprised. And as a result, uh, maybe a touch alarmed if I'm a Celtic fan of what to expect as this series moves along. That's the first big picture look at Miami, Boston. The second big picture look is Butler, who, you know, has had a very good postseason, notwithstanding sitting out game five against Atlanta. He has played well in the postseason. It wasn't his fault when he was with Philly that Toronto beat him in 2019, I believe it was. Now, he played very well in the bubble. Uh, he's, a, he's a very, very good player. He's got diversity to his game. He gets to the free throw line. He doesn't rely on hoisting threes constantly. He can play back to the basket. He's not a, he's not a, um, he, he's not a uh, volume shooter. I mean, he does a lot of nice things. He, he fills up a stat sheet, and that was a very, very big-time big, big time performance, uh, you know, against the Celtics. And, you know, let's, let's face it. If you look at the rosters, and that includes Lowry playing for Miami and, of course, the two guys out, Smart and Horford, for the Celtics. If you look at the rosters, the Celtics have a better roster. Uh, uh, even uh, They may not have a better roster when they lose one of their players. They, they lost two of their top seven guys, and the Heat only lost one of their top seven guys. So that kind of evens it a little bit. But and when you think of Tatum and Brown... And Heroes, their second-best offensive player in Butler. I mean, the Celtics uh, theoretically would be better in a two-on-two game. But Butler last night, I mean, you score 40-something points. You only take 19 shots to do it. You live at the free-throw line. Your free-throw shooting is absolutely superb. You're 17 of 18. You got nine rebounds, five assists, and you got a couple of turnovers to boot. Uh, you know, he's got four steals. I mean, I mean that's not turnovers, steals. That's a hell of a performance. So I'm not sure if he is capable of 
of doing this um, uh, down the road here on a six game, six games or more deal. I'm not sure. We're going to see about that. Celtics will make an adjustment or two. They did with Durant. I would think they would make an adjustment or two with Butler. Let somebody else beat them. We'll have to wait and see on that. And we'll have to wait and see on Smart and have to wait and see, of course, on Horford. Horford's in health protocols. Who knows when that ends? Uh, Smart, uh, I would be very surprised if he doesn't give it a go in game two. Uh, very, I was surprised he didn't play last night. I would be very, very surprised if he didn't play on Thursday night. But Miami, you know, listen, uh, they gave the Celtics a little calling card, a little message. You know, they have home court. They win three more home games. They're in the NBA final. They've been a pretty good road team. They won a game in Boston this year. They won a game in Atlanta. They won uh, two games. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They won one game in Philadelphia. So they have been, and then they win two games. They won one game in Philly, game uh, number six. They've been a pretty good road team all year long. Uh, uh, you know, so there's no game. And listen, Milwaukee beat the Celtics twice up there. Nets could have won a game there. So I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Miami wins a game in Boston. And if that's the case, they only have to win two home games. Uh, you know, uh, if they win a game, in, no, they'd have to still win. Let's say if they win a game in Boston, win the two home games, uh, two out of three home games, they win. They have three more home games, and they win one of those uh, games in Boston. They got win two out of three home games, and that they should do. So, Celtics uh, got some work to do. Bad third quarter, a lot of turnovers. You know, I understand they. You know, they put uh, Pritchett in a lot of pick and rolls. I'm not going to bore you with a strategy in that situation. You know, I looked at the play by play in that third quarter carefully today, and that was a factor. Pritchett, who's not a great defender, I understand that, but. You know, Miami did what they did in that third quarter with the 39 points, partly because the Celtics turned the ball over like it was ice cream. I mean, my goodness gracious. They turned I mean, Tatum on two straight possessions threw the ball to Butler and he scored. That's four points. So a lot of the heat uprising in that, and a lot, a lot, a lot of course, too, on fouls. Uh, but a lot of the heat on putbacks with baskets, on rebounds. I mean, the heat just, you know, they overwhelmed the Celtics in quarter number three. Um, so we shall see. I think that adds some intrigue into this um, into this series and I think that uh, the Celtics now on Thursday if you thought the Celtics were the favorite and I did, the Celtics on Thursday you would think they probably would have to win the game if you go with my logic that Miami who is the one seed should be able to win a road game, that that would make it think that the Celtics better come out there and um, win this game tomorrow because if you're down 2-0 and you got to win three home games and still a road game with only two chances, you know, you're in big trouble. So uh, that makes Makes it a very interesting Thursday night uh, in Miami. Game was not a great. It was okay. It wasn't a great game. I never liked the crowd down there. That third quarter was explosive. And again, it was a violent third quarter with the changeover. So that was intriguing. But the game was not. I, I didn't think the. I know these leads uh, f- fall off the cliff in seconds. I understand that. But I, I, for whatever the reason, thought that Miami would do what they have to do uh, to put the game away there in quarter number four. And they, in fact, did that. So. The Heat are where they are today. We'll see if the Celtics make some adjustments. It's a big series for Spolstra. Spolstra. It's a big series for Butler. Um, you know, Miami's not a sexy team. Um, they are, you know, it's not a great home court team. It's not a great basketball area down in South Florida, despite what, you know, Pat Lally has done down there. Uh, you know, it's, if anything, Miami is an NFL town with the Dolphins. It's, it's never been a basketball town. I know they get this 16, 17,000. Don't get me wrong, but it's never been the pulse of, uh, of that area. And I've been there a lot. I've covered games in that building. I have covered games in the old Miami arena. I covered series there. I never walked out of there thinking, wow, 
look at this. Miami is a hotbed for the NBA. Uh, so I don't think that's a pit, that arena. So I think the Celtics could win a game there. They might have to win two. So we will see how that, uh, how that develops. And in the other series, which begins tonight, uh, you know, a lot of people pick the Warriors in seven games. I don't. I think the Warriors will win in five. Um, uh, you know, having that home court is interesting. Uh, you know, I know Donkic is, you know, he is unbelievable. You know, you love him as a player. He, he, he's fearless and he's arrogant and he knows he's better than you, which is very, very significant. But I just don't know if that supporting cast of Brunson, Dinwiddie, and all the other guys that, you know, will occasionally make some threes. I just don't know if that supporting cast over a seven-game series is enough to be able to beat the, the beat Golden State. I, I just, you know, the Warriors have firepower. And every game with the three of them, they know they're going to get, at the minimum, they know they're going to get 70 points. And probably a lot more. I mean, that's only 23 apiece. And probably a lot more than that. Probably close to 80. So they start every postseason game knowing that those three are going to play 38 minutes. They know they, are, they start these games with basically getting between 75 and 80 points. The Warriors, the Mavericks can't say that. The Mavericks don't know. I mean, they can say they're going to start the game at 30 with, with Donkic, but they can't say any more than that. And the Warriors know that with Curry, Thompson, and Poole, they should be able to get close to 75, 80 points. Be, uh, I count on that in the 48 minutes. And if that's the case, and they, you know, they get 10 points from Jamon Green, and Wiggins gives them 10 points, and, you know, uh, and they do, I, I, they do a little this, a little that, that makes them very, very difficult to beat. So I think, um, you know, uh, that, that I, I just, I don't see them losing this series. Uh, I think Golden State Miami would not nearly be as sexy as Golden State Boston. We shall see on that. Um, but I do think the Warriors will beat the Mavericks. Um, don't be too intimidated if you're a huge Dallas fan. They were down 2-0 to Phoenix, and they bounced back and won four of the next five. So, uh, you know, they got a very good home court. They're going to win at least one game at home. Maybe they can win a couple. You know, I, who knows? But I do think the Warriors will get through that series. I'm going to say five because that is what you do when you're picking the Warriors and they have the home court. You figure they can win a game on the road and they win their home games. And the Warriors are very good at home. Very good. Haven't lost a home game yet in this postseason. They beat Denver three times. They obviously beat Memphis three times. This is a very, very good home team. Now, listen, Toronto won a championship, and so did the uh, Cavaliers on the road. But Toronto had Leonard, and the Cavs had uh, Kyrie, and they had LeBron. They only have Doncic. And I'm not sure if he's quite ready to win a championship. He might need another piece or two. So Golden State. We'll play the winner of Boston and Miami. And right now we have a series in the Eastern Conference based on what occurred when the Celtics could not hold on to a 62-54 lead at the half and a 13-point lead in the second quarter. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 